This is Madaraja from Pinez, which means to think. A show about authors, creators, and influencers who share narratives about their culture and identity. Welcome to the show. Hello, this is Mother Raja with Pinez, and today is kind of a special issue. We are live, live with Ari Monroe. So if you're already having a great night, it might just get better. She is um, a talented illustrator who has been in the business for more than 15 years and success successfully doing so. And um, at the moment, she's actually drawing a live caricature of myself, which is quite interesting. I'm excited to see how it all turns out. How are you, Ari? I'm really good. Uh, thanks for having me. I'm so happy to have you here. It's good to finally meet you. So, tell me, um, have you always enjoyed illustration? Yeah, I um, grew up on cartoons and comics, and it's just something I've always done, so it just turned into a career for me. All right, and you're 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 a KC native, aren't you? Yes, I live in Kansas City. That is awesome. And you went to UMKC, am I right? Yes, I, I graduated. In, <laughs> I'm gonna date myself. Um, I graduated in 2001. <laughs> okay, yeah, because I'm actually a UMKC student as well. Oh. Go Roos, Yes, can yes. I say that? Yes, you can. Right. So, what kind of illustration do you specifically partake in? Um, I specialize in cartooning. I do comics, children's books, um, and caricatures is also one of my big parts of my illustration business. Right, so what made you gravitate towards caricature specifically? Um, well, when I was 19 years old, I needed a summer job and I started working at an amusement park. And while I was working there, um, they trained me how to basically draw people and that's when I got started for that. Before that, I just wanted to do animation and comics. Right, because that's isn't that what you studied at UMKC or um, graphic design? I studied designing? studio art and graphic design at UMKC. Interesting. So you had enough passion for it to go and study it and know that that's something you wanted to do yeah. for the rest of your life. I made up my mind when I was 11. <laughs> wow, 11 years old. I can tell you at 11, I, I actually, I probably thought I was a dentist. And then, yeah, businesswoman <laughs> now, so we'll see what happens in three years. But... Um, You've had a great deal of experience, huh? Mm -hmm. Because I read how you actually have illustrated for bigger industries such as DreamWorks and um, what was, sorry, it was DreamWorks and it was Warner Brothers. Yes. I, and many more. I worked as a character cleanup artist for Warner Brothers as well as I've worked at Universal Studios and I worked um, in, gra in the graphics industry doing uh like coloring books and children's books mm -hmm. um, for other places to like, I don't know, um, just so many things like comics, sketch cards, and just a lot of different stuff. So. Yeah. Where, where do you find yourself doing most of your work? In mm -hmm. what field? Um, right now, um, I'm a small business owner and I, I put most of my attention towards um, my caricature business at the moment mm -hmm. um, because that just... I don't know, that's what I'm enjoying right now. And and I try to put my other time towards uh, personal projects and, and passion projects. So um, doing it that way kind of gives me a chance to work on other things um, and do other things 
besides just like working for a company or something right. like that all the time. So has it, what was your experience like working with the bigger industries? Because I, I know that within the illustration uh, field of work, there, there is, they lack in diversity. Mm-hmm. So did that kind of impact your work at all? How did that affect you? Um, you mean in terms of diversity? Yes. Um, there's actually quite a bit of diversity in, I mean, like I was living in California when I was working for Warner Brothers and I met people from all walks of life. Um, okay. So that wasn't really something I, I found to be a challenge in those areas. I think there's less in some places. It just depends on where you're at. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. That's just what I found. Yeah. Um, but obviously, you know, the arts industry is, is dominated mostly by guys. So it's a uh, it's one of those things where you just you might be the one female you know out of the group. <laughs> okay, so it's more um, more gender related than it is racially. Yes. Or, okay, I, I see. would say so. And has that motivated you, or did it ever discourage you in any way? No, not really. Um, I mean, I've had my moments where I've gotten frustrated because you know. There are things in the caricature business where people just, you know, they judge a book by their cover. They look at you and go, oh, she's probably not as good as everyone else standing there. So they don't want to have you draw their picture until they realize that you might actually be better. And then they want you to draw their picture. Or they're upset that they they did that. So it's always on them. Um, it's kind of funny. I had a young lady just last week. I was drawing at a fair with a friend of mine. And... Um, I walked up because I had gone to the restroom and come back and he was sitting there by himself drawing and I, I looked at her and I looked at the crowd and I said is anyone waiting to get their picture drawn and it was funny because um, she immediately looked at me and then she looked me up and down and like smacked her lips and goes really oh my god <laughs> I said yes is anyone waiting to get their picture drawn do you want to be drawn I can draw you right now. And then she turned away from me to to look at the person who was with her. It was like, she said she could draw me right now. And I was like, what what is wrong with that? And so she turns around and she's like, I want my picture to be as cute as the one that he's drawing right there. And then she goes and sits down to have me draw her. Uh Uh-huh. And I would just make her picture ugly, to be honest. <laughs> and that is something that I've heard a lot of people say that they would do. Yeah, well, I guess you're more professional than I am. <laughs> right. I, I like having a happy customer. And so I drew her picture, and she actually really loved it. So Good, yeah. She was, she was pre- pleasantly surprised, and um, she, she got super excited. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I pride myself on, no, of course not. But I do pride myself on showing people a good time when they're getting a drawing done and sitting down to spend their little five minutes of speed dating with me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and I'm sure that comes from your passion for it. Right. It makes you happy. Um, So is there a great deal of pressure to keep up with the different, um, I don't know, art styles or... You know, is it ever is it ever changing? Is it something that you have to constantly renew and and um well, prove? you know, I'm always trying to be a better artist in general. 
And I used to really get into um, following what other people are doing and like feeling like I'm good enough artistically um, and wanting to be like, oh, I'm, you know, I don't know, I guess competitive in a a way is the word Mm -hmm. I'm looking for, but not so much anymore. Um, My focus has changed to really um, developing my own style and uh, just being uniquely myself because when you're trying to do things in that way you're just not being authentic and it in my uh opinion leads to you feeling um kind of depressed and unhappy Mm -hmm. with what you're doing especially if you're not living up to so-and-so's ability or you know um i guess the words competing in the manner that other people think that you should be competing right so a long time i did spend a lot of time just really trying to be that person right and nowadays i'm really just kind of over it Mm -hmm. and i like i used to feel like my work wasn't good enough to be in a book or good enough to um be shown somewhere and and even with the caricatures for example, you know, I meet a lot of amazing artists mm-hmm. who do them as well, and they're like, oh, you need to exaggerate, you need to be this, you need mm-hmm. to be that. And for me, I've found that my goal is to make the person who's getting their picture drawn happy, show them a good time, not humiliate them, not make them feel uncomfortable, mm-hmm. and um, give them something they're going to want to be proud of and take home and hang on their wall or share with their family. And when when I see a person drawing caricatures and they're super exaggerated and they're sometimes almost grotesque. Cartoonish. It's, my stuff's very cartoonish, uh-huh. but it's just I try to avoid grotesque. Okay. I like cute and funny. I gotcha. Cute. So what do you mean by grotesque? Um, Giant noses oh, gotcha. and like, you know, boogers and weird gross humor incorporated into the drawings. I don't know. I, I feel like there's a time and a place for all of those all right. things. What do your illustrations consist of? I know you mentioned that you gravitate more towards uh, caricature, but does your culture have anything to do with that at all? Do you include that? Um, For my traditional illustration work, yes. Um, I think that it's really important to express yourself. Like, one of the things I've learned over the years is when I'm just doing work for other people, um, it just doesn't have the same life and vibrancy as stuff that I'm doing that represent me and the things going on around me and the people that I know and the things that I know. Mm-hmm. So um, I've just found that uh, it's really important to uh, put those things into my work mm-hmm. because it, it lacks life. And the things that draw people to a piece of artwork is being able to relate to it. And if I can't relate to the subject matter, like I can relate to you as I'm speaking to you because I'm getting to know you and we're having conversations. So Mm -hmm. it comes out in that drawing. And then I can pull maybe some of your facial expressions or, you know, mannerisms into that drawing. So then you can relate to it, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's why people enjoy what they get so much because they see themselves. They don't just see like this grotesque image of themselves or just whatever, however people choose to, to draw that person. But so 
when it comes to my personal work, um, I had to learn that it was just as valid as anything I do for someone else so that yeah. I would invest the time in it. And that's kind of where I'm at right now at this point in time in my career is investing in what's going to allow me to be successful um, in terms of making a living, which is the caricature. <laughs> it looks like uh, Maru is asking, do you only illustrate people? And she's also she also commented on your works and it's very beautiful. Um, I draw all kinds of things. Um, I like to draw cats, <laughs> and I love. I have my own comic character. Her name's Maya Nasha, and mm-hmm. um, I do like a, The story is like based around the Wizard of Oz, but oh, kind of weird and I don't know. It's like, you. It's unique. Yeah. So you really try to put your personality on paper, huh? Right. Right. And not everyone has the talent to do that. So it's just, it's. A, so when you're talking to different people, so for instance, I'm making different expressions on my faces right now, right? Mm-hmm. Do you, I'm trying to get in the mind of like an illustrator, mm-hmm. you know, just how do you, how do you capture the different expressions? When you're talking to someone, do you think about your work? So well, I, I, I don't actually. Uh-huh. Um, I really am focused on drawing what I see. I gotcha. Um, it's weird. It, it really is a weird intuitive thing. It's, it has nothing to do with a specific thought process. And if it did, I think it would would just, it'd be me making assumptions about the person sitting in front of me. I always tell people that, that drawing caricatures is like speed dating because a person sits down in yeah. front of you for five minutes and then you interview them like yes. you're doing to yes. me right it's, now. That's true. And I ask people about their lives. My favorite My favorite question is, Especially, like, if I have a couple who sits down, I'm mm-hmm. like, so how did you meet? Like, yeah. give me the backstory. Was it love at first sight? Oh. And I always get different <laughs> different answers. Like, like the guy will look at the woman first. Like, <laughs> uh, honey, how should I answer this question? Exactly. Look on his face. <laughs> How do I say this about getting in trouble? Yes, <laughs> and I, I love doing that. It, it, like, puts them on the spot, and then you really start to pull, like, because you see that they're passionate about each other, mm-hmm. and it, and you can pull those things into the drawing. Oh, that's, that's actually very beautiful. You see the passion, and you, you want to capture it. You right. Think, that's amazing. Right, because their eyes light up. You know, they're yeah. not just sitting there with, like, this dull expression right. on their face. Yeah. And you're like, smile. <laughs> Come on, smile. Come on. Please smile, you know. <laughs> yeah. So... Um, and then when when you show it to them, they're usually really happy because you got something into that drawing that made at the captured a, a moment for them. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I especially have that with couples. Um, with kids, it's a little different because you have to figure out what they identify with. Okay. You know. So like, you really try to appeal to their personality then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because that's what you want to like I studied animation and I've studied comics and animation is basically the study of people. Mm-hmm. You are learning facial expressions, how how people move um like, you know, I don't know if you've ever seen like an animated drawing of someone dancing, like you have to study those movements. Mm-hmm. And so I try to bring some of that stuff into the work that I do, you know, like the study of facial expression. And most people want to caricature where they are happy. Yeah, They don't want to take something home where they're like pouting or they look angry or Lifeless. they look insane. And just where, 
you know, everything's headed, do you think that you will start changing up your artwork? And oh, I already do digital really? illustration. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Um, I provide digital caricatures. I do digital painting all mm-hmm. the time. Um, so that's... I've been trained in all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so I do, I do that stuff. Um, I've actually been thinking that in a way to expand my business would be... Um, to provide digital caricatures instead of traditional hand-drawn ones in a live setting. and um, But there's just, you know, the investment of equipment and things like that that have to be done. So, but it's um, a way to upgrade things and take things to another level. Mm-hmm. You can email people their drawings and or print them out or make multiple prints if they want. Or they can post them on their social media. It just makes it more convenient and and fun. I always loved animation uh-huh. so you know when I was going to school that was the direction I was wanting to go in. I wanted to work for Warner Brothers and Disney and stuff. Yeah. And um, I find that crazy. That's amazing that you actually got to work with them. Yeah. What was that like? It was a lot of fun. Um, I was okay so I went to LA and I was mentoring under an, an animator and he's the person who designed The Little Mermaid. Oh wow. Yeah. You worked with the person yeah. who designed the Little Mermaid. Yes. And he's also the one who got me work at Warner Brothers and was kind of training me and helping me with, with that whole thing. Mm-hmm. But the thing about the animation industry that I encountered that it made me feel like, you know, is this the direction I want my life to go in is, is a freelance lifestyle. So mm-hmm. you work for a company and a TV show ends or a movie ends and then you get laid off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you have to get hired on to that next yeah. project. Yeah. And you end up like, okay, well, I'm living in L.A. right now, but my next job is in San Francisco, or my next job is in Canada, or my next job, mm-hmm. I might have to go to India. So, Oh, wow, really? Yeah, there's a huge animation industry in India. and That's um, Yeah, and Korea, both of those areas are, a lot of work is outsourced right. That's there. that's very true. Mm-hmm. Do they fly you out? Or? The company would. But sorry, that might have been a personal question. Yeah, <laughs> the company would be the one that would handle those things, but it would be if you were still working there because uh-huh. it's a freelance basis. So after film ends or even working in games, um, you have to find that next job. Mm-hmm. And you know, I wasn't sure. Like, like I was looking at, do I want to have a family? Do I want to do all of of these other things? Especially becoming, you know, getting older as a woman. You know, like. If you have kids, your life focuses on your kids. Of course, yeah. And the animation industry is extremely time-consuming. Mm-hmm. Um, you can literally work around the clock, mm-hmm. like from the time you wake up to the time you go to wow, bed. Yeah. And some artists do. Um, I had friends who they worked at Paramount Pictures during the day and then went home and freelanced for warner brothers and then went to bed and then got up the next morning and did the same thing every single day mm-hmm. and so it's a big balancing act and then they also were married and they wanted to have kids and they had a dream to be a director and then they had a dream to you know do all these things and i was like you start to question is that what i want and it can also be kind of faceless because mm-hmm. you know your name goes in the credits but the credits go like this yes <laughs> Nobody stays Suddenly for them. It's faster towards the end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you've ever watched one of the um, one of the uh, superhero movies like Avengers, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the credits are like five minutes long, mm-hmm. and it's like 
they have to put something at the end of the movie oh, yeah. to make you stay. I always <laughs> wait for that reason. Yeah, yeah. That's the only reason. Yeah. Otherwise, you're not going to sit there. I'm going to look out for your name from now on. <laughs> Oh. But um, like you become kind of nameless, faceless, and mm-hmm. and the name that's on the film is gonna be Disney, or it's gonna okay. be you know. Yeah. So it's like if you want to yeah. have a name for yourself as a creator, you have to do create your own projects, and in mm-hmm. order to do those create your own projects, you kind of have to disconnect yourself from the industry, mm-hmm. and um do for yourself i mean like have your own business and stuff because mm-hmm. it's just not possible to to balance all of that i mean it is some people do but eventually they still end up leaving you know and doing their own thing so, so when did yeah when did you actually you know gain the confidence to share your artwork i mean we're, we're live right now and you're drawing me well that comes from doing caricature actually um i was very 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 shy and like it it forces you to have to talk to people and mm-hmm. um, have people staring over your shoulder. Yeah. And a lot of artists cannot handle that. And so um, it's one of those things that I uh, cultivated over time. Mm-hmm. You know, I had to get used to it if I wanted to do this. Yes. So. I guess in a way it's it's been very good for me. But are you ready to see your picture? It's ready. Yeah. Oh, that's actually so pretty. <laughs> I <good>. love that. <laughs> I'm gonna keep this forever. <laughs> see? I that's seriously so love this. Oh, that's beautiful. And my nose isn't big. <laughs> so that's oh, what should I, I did. did? Oh, they probably saw it because you were drawing it the entire time. Yeah. So, but yeah, my lash. I mean, my eyelashes are. They're on point, aren't they? There you go. That's so beautiful. And you always have to get the eyebrows on fleek. Definitely. I try. So I'm glad you (laughs) captured that. (laughs) Thank you so much. And she's asking, is there anything you haven't done? Anything you're wanting to do and haven't done yet? Um, I want to actually do a finished book. Oh, wow. Yeah. And um, I've started books and I've done sketchbooks and things like that um, that I've sold books with my drawings in them but I want to actually write and complete a story and have it out there and make little things with my characters and have my own little merchandise yeah absolutely I mean you started your own company yes I guess you could say that um when you're an artist for a living you are going to be an entrepreneur and that's something that they don't teach you in school um that you won't always be able to rely on working for a company Mm -hmm. Um, people get laid off, their styles go out of, I guess, what's the word? Like, they stop being popular, like, because styles in the art world change. Right. So, the way you might draw might not be appealing to the company, so then they don't want you anymore. Mm-hmm. I gotcha. You know, so, um, you have to be an entrepreneur to be a creative. Yeah. It just comes with the game, and it's something that students don't learn. They mm-hmm. think they can just go draw, and they'll make lots of money yeah. and be happy and support their families but that's really just not the case yeah and you want to stick to your standard and your image and so you know you've created an establishment yeah and yeah. it's in your name it's your own every year it grows you know that's awesome yeah i mean you nurture it and it and it grows every year mm-hmm. you know this is i started draw like crazy in as an official business in 2000 and 
2015, I want to say. Mm-hmm. And the first year was pretty hard. And, um, you know, I went through some life stuff because my mom was sick and I was, oh. you know, going through things with her. But I've seen things um, just every year in, increase, you know. It's a it's a a gradual process. And I think every business goes through that, you know. Um, as a business Definitely. owner, I mean, the more you put yourself out there, the more people will find you, the more mm-hmm. your business will grow. It's natural. That's just how. It's quite an accomplishment. Yeah. Like this year alone, I traveled to Chicago. Yeah. Last year I went to New York, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, working. I work not only running my own business, but I also work with other small businesses. Mm-hmm. So I work with a company called Sketched, and, like, they travel to India and Paris and do events, wow. and I'll go with them. Um, hopefully within the next year once I get all mm-hmm. of that stuff worked out, you know, and travel and do what I enjoy and get to see some things. Like, they had a team that went to Hawaii while I was in Chicago this past year. Oh. I mean, actually, like, two weeks ago, <laughs> <laughs> you know. So there's there's opportunities to network with people, and um, they also they encourage us to be on – social media sharing what we're doing with them as yeah. well so like it allows me to promote my they allow me to promote myself as an incentive almost like you know hey people like my work i'm going to be at this event come out and see Ari, who's going to be there you mm-hmm. know and um so uh and it, it's really funny you will get return customers you know oh you drew my picture last year i want another one of my family this time i brought my dog you know, <laughs> and that yeah. happens. Yeah. And so you start to see people coming back to you um, on a regular basis. Like I, I had a couple that every year I do like a holiday themed caricature for them. And it's usually painted. And I've done one every year for like the last three years. You know, so like it's a business and sometimes I'm like ah this doesn't feel like it just feels like I'm doing what I always did I'm not doing <laughs> anything special but then you realize no it's it's just growing and it's well, uh, yeah when the money is rolling in and yeah you start to <laughs> well, do better um, and better so what kind of advice would you give out to artists who are also hoping to achieve what you have um stay open minded and learn to talk to people because a lot of creatives are very shy and um, they can't get anywhere because they don't socialize and um, like the biggest part of running a business is your customer Mm -hmm. if you can't talk to your customer you don't have anything. Right, having that relationship. Right. I mean, unless, like, some people go work for a company, and um, that's fine, too. They want to get their paycheck every week, and they like the ease and simplicity, and they build that relationship, and that's the only one. But I've seen companies go out of business because they only had that one relationship, and then a disaster hits, and the whole thing tanks and Mm -hmm. falls apart up under them because they didn't socialize, they didn't build, they didn't generate a network. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you know. There's a a interesting thing that 
one artist whose work I follow online, he said that you have to have, you have to look at um, your career and you, you look at your income streams as table legs on a table. Mm-hmm. So you have four legs. You've got, you know, I have my caricature leg, which is probably predominant one. And I have my illustration leg, which is like working on my personal work that brings in smaller amount of income, but still brings in income. And then, you know, I have, I, you know, my other leg where I'm working with um, people who help me get work, like uh, at booking agents, mm-hmm. you know, and things like that. So they'll call me and send me on. So that's three legs right there. So I'm doing my thing, and then I got these other legs that help to right. support the tabletop, you mm-hmm. know. And um, I'm hoping that my fourth leg will eventually be, you know, uh, I don't know, like something that I also continue to enjoy doing, but mm-hmm. that's completely just, I don't care if it makes money or not, but it's just Something to keep there. the table stable. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being here. I think this interview went beautifully. Well, thank you for having me. Once again, very nice to meet you. It's nice to meet you too. To listen to more creatives and influencers, visit www.penez.com.